This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Remember to do yourself a favor and us because we'd appreciate you subscribing to the Kelly and Rumya podcast. That way you can check out the show at your leisure. You can check it out in segment form. You can check out the whole show. We even throw in an audio vanity card. I tossed one in there for you today. Later on, we didn't even know if I was going to be on the show because yesterday at the beginning of the show, we had such echoey sound coming out of the the studio here. So uh, the adjustments were made and now I'm I kind of miss it though. Yeah, yeah, Before we were the talking about that. It was kind of cool. Crystal Joe's, right? For anyone who remembers those back in the Kelly Co. days, um, there was one of you singing in the shower. Yep, yeah. It sounded just like one. it was a throwback. So Yeah, it was really weird. And I, I can hear that sometimes on my board. We realized what was going on. But it, it one day I it, the, it was happening <laughs> and my volume was up on one pot, ladies and gentlemen, so I could actually hear back. And I couldn't understand how come I was so loud. Until the fire truck went by outside. Then oh. I realized, really, something was wrong. Wow. Um, Ramya Muthan, she's in Toronto at the studio. Kelly McDonald, right here in London, Ontario. All right, let's get to our opinions and rants over some tech stuff that's going on. This is the App Update with John Beeler. Hi, I'm John Beeler, technology expert from Vancouver. Join me on Kelly and Ramya, where I share the latest app, mobile, and tech news. Everything from accessibility and product launches to privacy and security. We'll cover the gamut. John, no joke. Like sometimes you'll send the topics over a couple days in advance and we uh, look at them and then I'm like, I cannot wait to get into the rant on this one. So That's why, John, anyone we're teasing like that, especially <laughs> if you think she's going to rant, you got to put it first or second because third hey. may just be left like for a week or so. Also, it's collective. Yeah. It's not just me ranting. It could be any of us, okay? Just I just want to John, say it unison going. with me. Sure. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know I can't help it. Okay, so we're talking about Ritual's menu IQ. So this is something that Ritual put out, and it shows how much delivery apps are marking up meals. Tell us all the details. Yeah, this is a really interesting sort of take on the food delivery app. Uh, Ritual itself is a food delivery service and an app mm. that you can order from. Um, but what they do is they show what their competitors are charging. Mm-hmm. And you know, this is not unlike what we've seen in the travel space where, you know, you yes. can see all the other hotels or other yeah. flight options. Uh, very similar. Um, because one of the interesting things that happens with these services is they have a commission fee that they charge the restaurant. And then those fees, unfortunately, get passed on to the consumer. And so typically, a lot of times, the meals that you see on the menus on your phone app are actually much higher than what you'd pay if you just went into the restaurant yourself directly. Um, Because someone has to get paid. And the restaurant doesn't want to lose that money for doing the same thing that they would do if you came to the restaurant or if somebody comes as your proxy Mm -hmm. uh, from Uber Eats or DoorDash or whomever. So I think this is a really interesting take um, on this because it really lets people understand how much these companies are charging the restaurants for this service. And, and, you know, some people will say, well, that's the price of convenience and that's the the thing is. But the reality is, is that some of these restaurants have a a hair thin margin of uh, profit. And if they don't 
you know, um, make a profit, they don't exist for very long. Yeah. So right, your favorite right. uh, burrito place could go away very quickly if you're not um, supporting them locally as best as yeah. you can. So, and we get fooled, Ramya, by the 99-cent delivery. It's like, oh, that's yeah, good like all, because it's not two fifty right. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We think, like, it's not terrible and or free delivery. But then, like you said, there are all these, quote, hidden fees underneath all this other stuff, um, and somebody's got to pay them. So, John, what are we talking about when, like, how much are we talking about when it comes to the margin? Like, how much more are we paying on apps sometimes? Yeah, the markup. Margin. So the example that Ritual has is um, a $10 burrito. So a, a $10.49 burrito, that's the in-store price. Mm -hmm. And then they also list DoorDash and Uber Eats. And it's a $2.50 markup for one burrito. Get right? out. That's, that's just the food. That's not the delivery fees or anything else that you would have to pay on top Or of the that. $2 that, that they ask for. Do you want to donate $2 to the store? No. That's unreal. <laughs> I'm already giving them my paycheck. <laughs> wow. Okay. So the, the other interesting thing about this, and I know, Rum, you're going to have a, a thought about this or two, um, is this isn't a perfect science because not every restaurant shares this. Uh, obviously, Uber Eats and, and DoorDash and Skip the Dishes aren't sharing this information. So what uh, Ritual has done is they've used AI and some sort of back-end uh, searching to basically cross-search uh, for an actual menu uh, for that restaurant right. in person. And then they mm -hmm. basically look up that product that's that's the specific thing that you're looking to purchase and they'll show you what the in-store price is which i think again is 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 great transparency um the other thing that's interesting about ritual is they like i mentioned at the beginning they are also a delivery service they have a very different pricing model for um for restaurants, they start off with a very low 10% commission fee, but then they also have a monthly fee that's a flat rate that doesn't have a commission. Because when you think about it, if I just buy a burrito, that's 250 that DoorDash is getting mm -hmm. just for me choosing a burrito from that one place. Not to mention all the other fees and taxes and stuff that, that they, co they collect, plus the tip for the driver, yep. in those types yeah. of things. Um, so this is just a... a, a, a I guess, I guess just a lot more transparency in what these things mm. actually cost so and how much you'd, you'd pay for Ritual to use their service? Is that what you're saying? You pay that flat fee and then they're transparent about the 10% commission that goes into the, the app every uh, purchase or so? Well, the, the restaurant pays the fee, not you. Oh, I see. Okay. I, not the consumer. Yeah, so, so unlike uh, DoorDash or Uber Eats or Skip, they get dinged every time you order. Um, and so that's why the restaurants mark up their menus that appear on those services. This is super wow. smart yeah. on Ritual's uh, end. Very, very smart. Like, not only are they doing the comparison between all the other apps, but they're using AI and they're saying, hey, this is what you'd pay when you come in person. And what we're, what's essentially happening is, as we learn this information, we're appreciating and leaning into Ritual more anyway, just because they're the ones giving us the information, right? So, yeah. and this has been happening for years. Like, this is not new. This is not another delivery service coming into the, the game or the business. Um, they're saying, FYI, this is what you guys, you know, this sucks for you, and we're here to fix it. Brilliant. Yeah, brilliant marketing. Yeah.
Yeah, it's brilliant marketing, and also it really shows you how brainwashed we become. Because if you use Uber oh, Eats twice a week, whatever, you also not only convenience, but you don't even know the real price in the in the no. restaurant. You just think food's gone up, and right now that's all we talk about. Yeah, it's this not much money. You just believe that's what it is, and if you walk into the place, that's when you get the the shock. I'm sure when you look and say, "Well, hold on a second, my burger." At home when I, what? But it's if you so tend basic. to only do Uber Eats, you're done. You don't know ever. It's such a basic thought process for me now. I literally go, oh, I haven't Uber Eats in two weeks, so I deserve this. And I'll spend just like $80 on a meal, not even caring about what that money is going towards, what the breakdown is, just boom, 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 and, and that's it. Like, it's become so automatic, right? We're not even breaking down the stuff for us. So this kind of like the nutritional information or the calorie count that you get uh, on menus now, uh, they're saying, FYI, and this is the comparison for you. Like, they're putting yep. the info in our face. Yeah, and it's interesting because you have that $10, if you wish, you know, that, or 10% uh, for, for using it kind of thing, yeah. and they're being so transparent. Or, hey, like, I love the, the damn Uber thing because they'll say, hey, you know, you can save yourself some money. Well, geez, yeah, I'm spending so much now. I know right. you're just going to bring me down oh, to only paying half a bit more of what I've been paying on top of in sense of. Um, John, you want to move on over to Microsoft Edge importing Chrome data without, uh-oh, user consent. Yeah, this is a... A problem. Uh, it's considered yeah. a bug, not a feature. Um, so when uh, you launch Edge browsers uh, on a Windows machine, right now at least, um, what it'll do is it'll automatically import your Chrome tabs regardless of whether you've turned this feature off or not. Um, I understand from a user usability standpoint and sort of just the overall experience of making Edge more like Chrome by bringing in your Chrome tabs and things like that, but there's lots of reasons why people separate their browsers. You know, you want to have your work browser and then you want to have your personal browser, those types of things. And um, there is a setting to turn this feature off in Edge, but it doesn't seem to actually do anything. It still imports those tabs from Chrome, which, you know, is a huge privacy issue for, I think, a lot of people. Right. Wow. And you said, was it last week or the week before that you have just like a million tabs open all the time? So we're not even necessarily aware of uh, the kind of information that's being taken. What is sucking up? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Whoa. Well, and that's the key thing is they're bringing these things in and then essentially anything that's in Edge for uh, tracking and users and those mm. types of things, it's all there and you haven't had a chance to even turn it off yet. Oh. And you sit out there, John, with those tabs open, in your case, when one thinks about it, if we're all doing that, you're sitting there for hours sometimes mm -hmm. with the same tab or playing on a site or doing hours. something. Some of us don't even somebody... turn off our computers or well, close our browsers. Thing. Or you get... Or you get a call and you're away at the, you know doing something else while that browser's hello I this and that's what's yeah, going on. Wow. Oh my goodness, uh, John, are there tools to help people kind of detox in these ways or clean up or reset with tabs with browser extensions, whatever to you know? Because if we're just mindlessly scrolling and keeping things open all the time and then this stuff is happening where between browsers uh, things are being tracked. Yeah, that I mean there is tools but the tools themselves have their own inherent problems because oh. you have to give them permissions to do things, to see your tabs, do other things. And not all extensions are 100% above board. So um, I generally don't do that myself. Okay. I manually close the ones. I, 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 I try to do it maybe once a week, at least go through and like, hey, can I bookmark this? Can I just close these tabs that I don't need anymore? Right. Those types of things. 
Um, but yeah, generally the, the tools that are out there, unless they're built into the browser, which again, in this case is actually a problem, it's a bug, um, they're not going to really help you. Because um, the other challenge I think a lot of people probably experience is they have an underpowered computer that's got too many browser tabs open. And depending on the browser that you're using, those tabs can stay active and take up memory and reload uh, on, a, on a whim or depends on the web page that you're on as to how often they reload. Um, YouTube videos can play in the background with the sound muted and you would never know. And again, right. if you're on a data constricted uh, internet plan, that might be a problem too. So um, I think it's, you know, it's kind of like cleaning up your house. Most people do it like once a week, you know, on the Saturday. Yes. Supposed to. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I'm supposed to. Uh, I won't pan around my kitchen and show you the state that's in right now. But, um, <laughs> but that's tomorrow's job. So, um, so yeah, so add it to your list of doing your dishes and doing everything else is clean up your tabs, clean up your cash. How convenient that you can, you're not going to clean your kitchen until the day after you get on with us. Tabs come first. Come on. <laughs> sure, sure, he's yeah. running, he's running plenty of tabs. <laughs> he's not here for a food segment. Yeah. Um, John, yeah. real quick, Microsoft Edge. Did we talk about this already? Yeah, yes. Yeah, oh, okay. The, uh, is there another one? Oh, I don't know. I'm lost. Okay, you tell uh, me what it is. All right. So there's a new iOS app called Arc Search. And I think it's kind of cool what they've done with this, this tool. So imagine you're doing a Google search for something. So say something like, I want to find out all about Kelly and Ramya's show. Mm -hmm. And you would do a Google search and it would show you kind of all the things that it can find, not necessarily in any kind of order or, or you know, you might get different uh, uh, news mentions or PR mentions, those types of things. What this browser does is it creates its own web page specifically for your search and it will summarize everything using AI. So for example, if you want to get all the details about the all-star game that's happening right now and you're in Toronto, mm -hmm. um, you can do that and it'll show you all the highlights of the trades, all the games and you know things that are happening and the events and that kind of stuff. But it's a dedicated web page just for you and there's no ads and it's incredibly fast. I did a search for Kelly and Ramya and I got a nice little web page with all of your information about where to listen, where to watch all that stuff in a really concise way that is even better than wow. the AMI website. Oh, um, and I also oh, did a search on myself. Oh, listen, listen, now you're getting things thrown at your picture from the marketing communications department. Did Beg you your say pardon? it was better than AMI plus? No. But um, it's cool that it curtails it, like it puts it all together, curates, excuse yes. me, curates it all together like that. Will um, it link and you could, I gather you could save it and stuff, right? That does, yeah, does it have the links and everything, right? It has the links. Yeah. I did a search of my own hey. self and it found my own website. It found all my social channels. It found Gosh. my LinkedIn profile. It created a summary wow. of my resume basically because of all of my stuff that's online and it's pretty cool. And you can save that and then you can go back to it anytime. That says wicked. And a note that said, close your tabs. Yeah. I was just awesome. going to say, can we start getting reminders of these um, cleanups that we need to do on our computers? Just saying Apple, like that would be really helpful. Awesome. John, the a lady. <laughs> what did you say? Get the a lady to remind you. Oh, yep. okay. That's like an external source, though. I wish like the browsers themselves would be so kind and say, "I've been open too long. Oh, I'm closing yeah. now. Close, Tab please." Out. <laughs> You're being tracked in 500 ways. Thanks, John. We'll yeah. talk to you next week. Sounds good. Have a great weekend. You too. Thanks, John. Enjoy cleaning. John Beeler uh, joins us on our app update. That's every Friday. We don't miss that because we got to get our tech reminders. Good grief! Cleaning his kitchen would be quicker than closing all those tabs. Yeah, right. Coming it's up on next. a Saturday. Ha, ha, ha.
tech companies are transforming the kitchen with AI and robots that do the cooking. Grant Hardy, he's here, also from Vancouver. He'll talk about it on The Buzz. Keep it here for more of Kelly and Ramya on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Ramya Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.